Yeah, I love your show a lot. Auburn, I thought, looked awesome. This is On The Mark. We just all thought you nailed it. With D-Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser. Had the right balance of judgment, clarity, and satire that was a great compliment to our discussion. Bringing you East Alabama and West Georgia's best coverage of sports every weekday. Well, I'm rooting for Auburn. What? You can email the show at foxonthemark at yahoo.com. Who is printing these emails for you? Thanks for just allowing me to be a part of it. On Twitter, find us at OnTheDMark1. You've got two guys who are elite at what they do. Now, your hosts, D-Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser. Broadcasting from the Orthopedic Clinic Studios and the Y Heart Radio Headquarters. Have some cream with your coffee. Good morning. Welcome to On the Mark on Fox Sports, the game 9, 10, 13, 10. Do you like cream? Hey. I've never seen you pour that much in your coffee, Coach. What is it? What is it? What is it? Good morning, Coach Washburn. I didn't know you liked your, that much. You worry about your cream, Coach. <laughs> well, I, coach, you know, he, he worries about everything. Well, Coach, right. I look over and all of a sudden, boom. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Coach? What is that you just pulled? He just throw you out on front. French Street, vanilla? Say something right. I mean, is it we, French? Okay, I get it. You yeah, want a little never, French vanilla taste? Yeah, we never talk about his indiscretions. All right. <laughs> Tomato juice and coffee to my right. <laughs> so, good morning, Coach. Well, I'm going to make it. Every, <laughs> I'm gonna t- I don't tell you, I'm not going to turn mine over. Ooh. Mm. Do ya? Got me. <laughs> I might spill mine. How you doing, Coach Washington? I'm doing wonderful well. Good to see you. How That's about that fun. biscuit right there waiting on you? See, does oh, that make man, it better? That nah, that makes, that makes it. All right. I can live another thing. There now. you go. Good morning, Jeffrey Craig. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We're on Fox Sports The Game, 9, 10, 13, 10 every weekday. 6 to 9 on the central side, 17 on the eastern side. Before we start the show and tell you about the Nationals kicking um, – their way of beating their just slamming their way into the World Series and uh, the best pitching staff in baseball. We shall respect our country and play the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming. Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land 
the free and the home of the That's Mitch cutting Myers. it up right there. You go and the Gaither um, brothers this morning. How did you get to me, The Gaithers. Get out of here. Yeah, probably hear, hear them on. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, the Gospel Train gospel presented train. by the Jeff Coat Train. Wait a minute, the Jeff Coat Train Funeral Home Gospel Train. Mm-hmm. All right, gentlemen, uh, Coach Washburn, I'm gonna have to give you kudos not only for being a, a fine gentleman coming in two days a week by the way mayor's day today presented by four seasons federal credit union mayor gary fuller seven o'clock hour central eight eastern mayor ron anders eight o'clock central nine eastern today on the mark four seasons federal credit union presented their uh, talk coach you said look out for the natties they already in the world series coach they're already making hotel reservations. They don't really know where to go. I mean, they're already getting their tickets out to their people. They're already selling tickets. I mean, is that not just what kick was the final score last night? Well, let me just say this: it was four naught. Is how many games it took them out of seven? Four straight. I think it was eight, uh, four to one. And I'm gonna tell you something, guys. They could still be playing. And they're not going to get a run off Cole. That guy, seven innings, seven Ks. Seven Cole, innings, seven Ks. He, he was a man last night. Four hits, Coach. You know, Have y'all noticed? 23 wins. That, that commands a good slider that, that is across the plate and down down and away. If they, if they throw that 40% of the time. They're great pitchers if they if they can command that and they got a good fastball too. Yeah. Right, what's the guy for the Yankees that hit so good? Uh, comes up. He's had the most RBIs. Is it Judge? No, he'd been hurt. Uh, no, he's a, he's a, he's he's baseman. like got third baseman. He's a new guy, right? He's, uh, not a new guy. He's got a you. Uh, hold on. I don't know who you're talking about, but go ahead. It was early in the game. He came up with. Set, uh, second and third, two outs. Okay, I'm gonna find it. <clears throat> it was a key point in the game. This young man had a bunch of RBIs. Okay, here we go. It was. Uh, mm, I'm gonna find that inning. It was in the <clears throat> because it was getting close. Hicks walks. Urquhart. Uh, da 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 da. There was an inning when all right, swing. No, there was two on with one out, and he walked. There it is, right? Torres. Yeah, Torres. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Torres. Yeah, yeah. He has a bunch of RBIs, correct? Yeah. yeah. Y'all, y'all with me now? Who is Washington third baseman? <laughs> Hold on, no, I'm with the Yankees in Houston now. Oh, Bear okay. with me, all right? Garrett Cole's on the mound. There's two on, and there's two out. And the guy that's hit like ten RBIs in the last in this postseason is Torres comes to the plate. Well, he throw. I'm sitting there going, he's not going to throw him a good pitch because of the on deck batter. Yeah, it would have been bases loaded. He throws him all outside away pitches. He walks him. First pitch to the next guy, ground ball, inning over. Yeah, inning over, bases loaded, inning over. That's good pitching. Yeah, he was not going to let that guy get a good pitch to get them guys in. 
I'm second and third. If I walk him, I'm okay. I'll get the next guy out. Room T ground ball game inning over out of the inning. One I've pitch. Heard, I've heard Glavin and Maddox, old Atlanta Hall of Famers, talk about, uh, you know, they didn't mind walking a good hitter. They didn't mind he all. didn't throw him a good strike, Coach, the whole at bat. The whole at bat. Uh, he never threw him like a straight strike. Uh, they want to do it. They won't throw that fat pitch up back on well, you, throw, you throw around those guys. You, I mean, you throw around those kind of guys. You don't mind giving up. You put it. You're in a force in any base. Then I mean, you know, you can go home to first, home to third. I mean, you got. You know, you yeah, but it was in the bottom of the fifth. See, so you're getting kind of tight. Sure, it was two nothing, and he said, well, "I know what I'm going to do what here." What was the final? Uh, four, four, Houston uh, four one. Four one. And then let me tell you, coach, it wasn't close. <laughs> it wasn't close. Houston is Houston's uh, up two to one. It may be Houston to me. And Washington, 7-4, my goodness. Uh, Corbin, five innings, four earned runs. Rainey came in. He wasn't no slouch. <laughs> no, no, sir. Uh, Doolittle, Rainey Doolittle Hudson come in, absolutely shut the door. Washington is, just, I, I'm telling you guys, they're rolling. Yeah, they're, they're St. Louis and uh, St. Louis got some of their own medicine. They got seven runs scored on them in the first inning. I wonder how they felt about it, Coach. I don't know. You reckon yeah. that's good? The, the, pitcher, the starting pitcher didn't get but one out. Well, I wonder Hudson. what the manager said to him at, after the game. Do y'all know that Washington scored two runs or three in the ninth against Milwaukee to get out of the wild card? Yeah. With two outs? Yeah. They reminded – ESPN reminded me this morning about 4 o'clock. They were doing a little, you know, baseball. Well, that was baseball, whatever. And Kirchkin was going back – Tim Kirchkin, whatever his name Going back through how they're run, man, they've been living on the edge, but they are clutch. Mm-hmm. And then they got in the playoffs, and it was just – I don't think they had many close games. So, today, what were you about to say? I said you're probably right. Atlanta beat them two, two times. It was, they went to the fifth, fifth <laughs> hey, coach, game. Coach, 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 coach. We can talk about that next year, okay? Uh, Houston and New York tonight. Seven. Who? Yankees. Oh, Yankees. Well, it ain't the Mets. Oh, well, I was thinking about it. Yeah, I, I know. You were thinking about the Giants. I, yeah, I was thinking about the I did it for football. you. All right, so. They probably won't be on a Thursday or Monday. Uh, now, now, how quick we change subjects. We're talking baseball. It's it base- is, is it football season? Yeah, it is. Go right, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Right in the middle of football season, right? <laughs> uh, it's football I, season. Last time I checked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're right in the middle of it. All right. Where are we going now? NFL? Uh, I you know uh, I know the Monday night game is the only thing I know this week this coming to me. What's up? What we got? Uh, Patriots mm-hmm. and Patriots and the Jets. Benny and the Jets. Right? Mm. Mm. So uh, you know you can't, we already know the outcome of that one before they even play it. Who's the Rams got, Coach? I got it right here <coughs> at Rehoboth. Valley's right. going for a region that's championship. Right. I thought we were in that NFL. I'm getting, I'm getting out of the NFL, Coach. Sammy, get your, get your driving clothes on. Get your driving little chauffeur hat. Where's there, Rehoboth? Man. That's on the other side of South Dothan. Yeah. yeah, I know where that is. Right not that bad, Coach. You can handle that. Sammy can handle that. Yes. It's, uh, I mean, what about two Speaking of local games, 714-614 Central, you're on the mark on Fox Sports, the game. Opelika 
<coughs> excuse me, has a uh, region championship game at Stanhope and excuse me at Millbrook playing Stanhope. That's a key game, and that's it. That's it. Make no mistake who you are. This is it. Um, Opelika leads the series two to one. That means absolutely nothing, but not many games between Stanhope and Opelika. Stanhope is a football team that they played one seven eighteen that beat them, kind of like Opelika's one seven eighteen beat them. Uh-huh. Opelika did beat another seven eighteen, a very large, good seven eighteen. I do not think that. <coughs> Let's go schedule for schedule a minute, guys. You want to do that? Sure. Yeah, I'd like to hear that. All right. <coughs> Excuse me, Callaway, Georgia. Jeff, look up Callaway on your phone for me if you don't mind. Under uh, uh, Max Brett. Okay, mm-hmm. Callaway is a what a four A in Georgia, five A something like that. I, I couldn't know. tell you more. Uh, they're a little bit smaller than Oklahoma. All right, Auburn twenty one thirteen Oklahoma one. <clears throat> Selma twenty three nothing. We tumped up thirty three, thirty two. At Central sixty three twenty eight loss. Ben Russell forty five seventeen win. Calera forty one zero win. <clears throat> the Stanhope Mustangs, Chilton County twenty four eight. Pratt Bull 42-0, similar scores. Ben Russell, 12-7. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pratt Bull lost 42-0, which would be similar to the, or, you know, O'Plague has lost Central. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, ben Russell, 12-7. O'Plague beat the brakes off Ben Russell. Calera, 42-15. They both beat the brakes off them. Shade Valley, a team that O'Plague did not play. Uh, Shades Valley currently is... Um, Two and four. <coughs> Going over Stanhope's schedule. Smith Station. Smith Station's having a tough year. They are twenty and they won that game twenty to seventeen. They beat We Tomka twenty eight twenty and they beat Selma twenty four zero. I suspect Opelika win a game, but it's a tough place to play over there. Tough place to play. Right now, why do you say it's a tough place to play? Because I've played there uh, many times, and it's just mm-hmm. it's a hard place to go to. It's just uh, I don't know what you just get a feeling uh, about that. Uh, some places like that, it's, yeah. it's tough. And because well, you know, I always I always notice that uh, when you go over there and play after the game, the the <coughs> officials don't get in the car and leave. They walk home. So I mean, they, you know, they right they there. do what? Yeah, they walk home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they're always – hey, now, wait a minute. I'm just going to say this. And I'm mean, kidding. I'm I know, but we got something to walk home to, okay? Well, but uh, what, he, what he's saying, they're hard-nosed country folks over there. Uh, let's strap it on play the game. I agree. This is the this is, this is the yeah, best. I've never had it. I had a guy over one time. He had a fullback named Gilder. He ran through our line at about the 20, went through the end zone and couldn't stop, ran into the side of the field house. Down there. I said, Lord, <laughs> they got him run through. That's the, the only thing that stopped him, Coach. That's the only thing that stopped him with the field house at the end of the field. Down there. That ain't real good. Oh, I could play these guys. I remember going over there with – and it wasn't very pleasant. We've been over there for a uh, was a playoff, a playoff game. Wasn't I think it? a playoff game, and we went to like a spring game over there. There when, you when go. We were, when we were broadcast, in fact, I think it was Coach Ross's first year we played a spring game over there. Because that's wasn't that the year we fought the wasp. You're right, Jeff. How you remember? It? Was that there? Or was that? Was it Stanhope? I think you're right. You're right. 
Oh yeah, man. If I, you know, she never mind. <laughs> yeah. All right. Opelika and 08 beat them 45, 20 in the playoffs. 10, 24, 10. And last year it was real close. And then they kicked it off and it was 59, 21. So, so. We, we played them in 08 and then when else? Oh, 10. Played them 10. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. 08 and they, 10. Both. They had Milliner game. and we had Milliner. Right. That was in there. That's exactly right. Correct. Well, let's see. Well, 08, we had Corey Grant. Yeah. And, and yeah. Then 10, I don't know. I don't think he was there in 10. Maybe. Yeah. No, no. He graduated in 10. <laughs> there you go. So I think it'll be a good game. I think O'Block wins the game, Coach. You? Yeah, they do. I think the Valley Rams win the game. I do. I think that. And I think if they play well and, uh, you know, play to their capabilities, I think they should win the game. Coach, what is today? <laughs> it is the day of the week is Wednesday. And what is tonight? Oh, coaches show over Live at Moe's. At Moe's. Six o'clock. Barbecue and grill over there. There you go. Big Creek and Auburn. Coach will be there. I'll be there. Jeffrey Craig and about 18 or 19 of your favorite coaches will be live at Moe's. Won't you listen right here at six o'clock on the Central? Seven twenty-four, six twenty-four on the Eastern. Good morning to all. A little easy music there. Have they found the young lady in Birmingham? I don't want to. You know, Mark. I don't know. I had not, I have not heard of that. That is just that is very. All right, here we go. Uh, no, unfortunately not. Well, this was yesterday at late evening. See, I was you know I was I was saw where they had you know. Found the car and arrested somebody at a. They arrested two, didn't they, Jim? Yeah, but how, where's? Well, I think they were on other. One, one of them was on child pornography. So I'm just, you know, I something's not. Yeah, something. Well, to wrong. say that would be. <laughs> duh. No, I'm not. I'm not making any any accusations. I'm no, I'm just saying something is sketchy. No, I'm not. I don't know what the accusations are that would be made. Yeah, but something ain't just. I know. I. Somebody knows something. Yeah. Okay. You know, what happened to old, you know, you know the old <laughs> police movies where they beat it out of you? Well, look, they have really set up a lot of, um, um, like the FBI is on location. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, I just hope she's, everything's okay. I hope they find her and she's fine. Oh, me too, Jim. You know, uh, you, you, you. <laughs> They said a uh, – go ahead, Jeff. A dragnet. They had a dragnet out. No, they just said that uh, that Alabama law enforcement agencies issued an Amber Alert three and a half hours later, just three and a half hours. <coughs> oh, yeah, I was getting it. Uh, yeah, I got several too. I mean, I just really hate this, uh, you know, this uh, – this situation. Well, I actually started getting them Sunday, I think. Kidnapping of uh, this is police chief. McKinney. As you know, the three-year-old was taken on October 12th on Saturday at the Tom Brown Village Housing Community. It's going to be a little difficult. We've expanded our Amber. That's going to be a little difficult to listen to because of the voice, but this is <laughs> continuing. This young lady needs our prayers. Everybody does up there trying to find, find this three-year-old. That's just a tragic situation. They call her Cupcake. Camille McKinney. So anyway, it's captured attention from many, 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 many places. Um, 
You're on the mark. We'll go back to sports. Hey, you know, you kind of have to go back to life. I hate to do that, um, but we are a sports show. But I did want to reach out and mention it because we do have hearts. We have kids. Uh, we love folks, and we certainly hate to see anything like that, certainly when it's so close to home. Um, we all got – I'm glad. I like the – wait a minute. I don't like the habit, but I'm glad our phones go off when that Amber Alert. I'm glad to know. Well, you start looking for that video. I did. Man, exactly. Said, man, if I pass if that I, call before I got this alert. Yes, exactly. I look. I start. You know, I have to say now. What is that? It's a what? Because you don't ever know. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a lot of false alarms. Somebody sees one that looks just like, and they call. So, hey, we, I just pass that call, and they probably get stopped. They say, oh, "Well, going. you know, my there is Amber Alert." Yeah. One of the residents said, "Hey, that car's in my neighborhood in this apartment complex right now." And they went and found it. Have they cleared this guy? No, no. He's arrested. Both he and the, uh, it was a black male and a black female, arrested. And they have been arrested on unrelated charges with a half a million dollar bond. So I think if you read between the lines, they, the gentleman had child pornography somewhere. He was charged with that. So I don't own his phone, but there were no images of the young lady. This was all according to the press conference. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was out of Birmingham. So thoughts and prayers continue to go. Hopefully, and pray to God, she's okay somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and somebody just wanted some ransom or I don't know. All right, gentlemen, we have gone over baseball. Um, we have discussed that. <clears throat> there were some highlights this week in football, Coach. Let's go over our local games before we do the highlights. Let me back up a minute. We talked about Opelika. We talked about Prattville. <clears throat> Excuse me, Valley. Uh, Smith Station is off. Central has Jeff Davis. I don't really think this is much of an issue here for the Red Devils. No. 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 Park Crossing and Coach Bart Rose. Uh, Coach Rose's uh, team had a had – a, uh, this would be an important game. Park Crossing's got a lot of talent. Yeah. That game's in Russell County. You know, that's, uh, that's the best thing about that game for Russell County. They do host it, so you got to think that they, they got a chance. But that Park Crossing bunch is normally pretty pretty sporty. Mark. Pretty sporty. Yeah, they have got quite a good athlete. You're on the mark on Fox Sports, the game. D-Mark Jeff and Coach Dan Washburn. Up like a Mary Gary Fuller in the uh, second hour. Auburn Mayor Ron Anders in the third hour. Uh, their report's brought to you by Four Seasons Federal Credit Union. Going over local teams, Carroll and Borgard in the guard. Coach Carter looking for his first win. I wish he could get it. I do too. I think it's a possibility here. They just they playing hard. Hopefully they could get one. Yeah. You know, man. Uh, Lee Scott going on the road to Bessemer Academy. <coughs> Coach Johnson's done a super job. Um, the voice of Judd Scott. I, I understand the NFL standards. Thanks for that text, Jeff. Go ahead and. Uh, you do understand them? I do. Okay. Oh, thank you. You want to go ahead and comment on your team going to Bessemer City? Uh, you know, I don't know Bessemer City, Bessemer Academy. What did I say? Bessemer City. I'm sorry, Bessemer Academy. Is, is your little NFL Normally a pretty pretty strong program, Mark. I don't know what they, you know, they, they get some, tra- you know, they got them from, you know, because of their, they got a couple of transfers a couple of years ago because of their, they got a strong, uh, Communications. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
I, you know, I like our chances. You know, we're going, you know, we're, we're going on the road. We have not played bad on the road this year. Uh, We've only played two foot two home games. Yeah. <laughs> you won four yeah. games. Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> yeah, we're one and one. And you're one and one at home. Yeah. So, uh, and Chambers Academy was the other one on the road. So, you know, they, you they beat a lot of folks. Uh, so, you know, it's a region game. You, you you hope you come out of it healthy. I think they're already in the playoffs, Mark. Yeah, they are good. because of the dropout of the uh, – was it Kingwood? Yeah. So, that's uh, – You know, you, you hope they play well. They can win the game, get out of there healthy, and uh, come back home for the last two. And hopefully they'll win them. Dave Obula, Eagles had a tough season. Davils had a really tough season. This ought to be a good game. Should yeah. be a good. One. However, I, you know I'm going to have to go with Beulah in that game if I was going to if I'm if I'm picking one. I, I think, think you're right. I think uh, Beulah's yeah. a, a little bit better. This is it for Coach White, isn't it? Yeah, I hate that for him. I think it is. I think he announced it. Uh, that's what I'm going by. <laughs> yeah, he he, he, he told us. Yeah, he told me. So he's good people. At least that's what I thought I remembered anyway. So, um, Lynette. Lynette wins. <laughs> okay. At Verbena. No they win big. big. Win big. Yeah. Lafayette at Central Coosa. Lafayette. Yeah. Yeah, Lafayette wins. Talladega County Central hosts Polka. Talladega County Central uh, loses. Uh-uh. Polka. I, I believe Polka win that one. That's what, uh, Talladega County Central loses. Oh, well, what you said. Got you, Coach. Valley at Rehoboth. I think Rehoboth loses. Oh, yeah. Valley wins. Springwood is off. I think they will win. <clears throat> Everybody that plays off more, what? They win. Yeah. Um, Chambers. Jeff. I need to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do I need to finish? Chambers wins. <laughs> Meadowview Christian, good luck with that, gentlemen. Y'all have a sight in Meadowview. Where does, where's Meadowview at? Where's, where's Meadowview Christian? I believe it's Sale, man. Yeah, I think it is, too. All right, look. I would probably take come on over to the Arboretum, tour the campus. Uh, come on over to Tiger Town, come out to the sportsplex. Go to the movie, maybe. <laughs> yeah, stop at this theater, come on out to the sportsplex, enjoy a little swim or a splash park. Then, uh, what else can they do, Jim? Man, whatever they want. And then ease on over. Don't worry about being fresh. It ain't gonna. Yeah, matter. don't worry about that. <laughs> Go on over, run the clock in the second half, and get on back home. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Tuscaloosa Academy um, host Glenwood at Realtown host Vincent. The Rebels are going to go a long way, Coach. Yeah. The Blue Devils and Notre Sugar goes to Billings. Notre Sugar wins? Yeah. Right. I'll pick them. I'll, I'll pick them. All right. There's your rundown as we go through scores. We're trying to get Robert Johnson, head coach of Lee Scott Academy, on this morning. <clears throat> efforting to get his uh, – by the way, tomorrow, Greg Williams, the Army University equestrian coach, in the house. Yeah, I got that memo. That's good. He's bringing somebody with him, right? Is he? I thought he's bringing a trainer or something. That was the Breeders' Cup. Oh, is that a different – that's yeah. going to be a different day? That's a different day. Okay. <clears throat> that's at the end of the month when uh, we go into your favorite sport, a little, little doping, as you call it, right? No, no, no. no I, okay. I, I, man, I hey. What? I don't know that. I mean, sometimes it's sometimes it's necessary to get these horses well. <laughs> Poles are out, Coach. I know you've been waiting on that, correct? The, the, the high school athletic association? Yeah, uh, the, the Alabama two or three riders. people that vote on it? Yeah. <laughs> they are out. I really don't even know why we talk about them. But, okay, we won't. 
You want to know who's number uh, one? Man, I want to know. Tell them to go down from seven May all the way down. Well, you just said uh, Well, go ahead. Let's yeah, go. Take your time, I, too. I don't put much stock in it, but I'd like to hear what this is. There you go, Coach. You got the right frame of mind. You know what? Did you? <laughs> all right. In 7A, they're wrong. Thompson, number one. No. Who's number two? McGill. No. Central, number three. Hoover, four. Mount Brook, five. Sparkman, Prattville, Theodore, Austin, James Clinton. Sparkman's in there? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was waiting on that. <coughs> and there's another one at five and two. All right, let me ask you a question. Is Auburn's law in Auburn High's record five and two? Mm-hmm. I promise you, line them up head to head with James Clemens. I'll take the Tigers now, you know all what? Now, day. I'm going to tell you now, they played Grayson uh, to start the season, and that was a pretty close game. Did they? Yeah, so they may that may be a team that's a little better than we think. <laughs> okay. Uh, they lost right. that game. and uh, I'll take them head up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 6A, Sarah Land getting all but one first place bowl, yeah, and I that. promise you the person that voted on Schmelzer Shows is from North Alabama. Because mm-hmm. he, Sarah Land, you got that? Yeah, you, you think right. if you line them up with Muscle Shows, they'd be. Muscle Shows <laughs> is number two. lined up Muscle Shows. Hey, it's Muscle Shows. I, I, like I said, there's more the two that vote. Well, hey, up. you know what? Maybe they know something we don't. <coughs> They're yeah, under, all right, let's they do this. Nobody but that, that, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We're going we're gonna to do a little inside. I bet they be some strong uh, That's what. That's where, that's where I'm. We're going inside the numbers on the mark. Muscle Shores, as they call it. I never will forget the young man to call that old Braxton Howard. We're going to the state tournament. Muscle Shores. <laughs> All right, teams they've played. They ain't got anything but W's. Um, Dashler. That's a what? What is Dashler? That is a 4A scoop. They played a 4A scoop. Good win. Okay, good win. Huge win. Bob Jones, big 6, big Mm 7A. Columbia. What is Columbia? Huntsville. 6A. They're 6A. Okay, I'll give you that one. They're not any good, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you say what's Columbia, man, you can't. There you go, Jim. Hartzell. They are 3 and 4. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. May Jemison, Florence, Decatur, and Coleman. Coleman's three and four, three and five. Who got the transfer? Muscle Shoals or Florence? The, the Decatur kid is Decatur's won one game, guys. Yo, I don't know that they play. What is May Jemison's record? They're four and four. I don't know that they beat a team that's got a five hundred record or over five hundred. Hartzell is. Three and four. The only team they beat, Bob Jones, is they're three and five, four. Guys, they didn't. Dessler is. They've lost two games. Dessler's, of course, four way. That's the best record, the best team they played record wise. Hey, hey, good record. Look, good, good picking. Right well, uh, school, I'm going to say Where are they ranked? Right below them. <laughs> Hueytown, Pinson Valley, Blunt, Opelika. Uh, Gardendale, Helena, and St. Paul's. Will you do those for me? Well, my throat's just about gone. Yeah, I'll be glad to. Okay, and 4A. Uh, UMS right. I, I agree with that one. Uh, American Christian, Catholic Montgomery, Northside, and then Jackson. <coughs> De- Deschler's in the top six. 
that's for six and four. Top three teams. I said that's, top three teams are private schools. Coach, there's a lot of posts. Watch as he carries on. But I said Dessler's good. Go ahead. Well, that's four I mean, up. Coach, yeah, but they play – UMS Wright plays with a lot of public school kids. So, I mean, even though they're private school. All right. Uh, three, they what? Piedmont's number one. Uh, Gordo is number two. Pike County. Randolph County. Flomonton. And number six is, is uh, Pike Road. Pretty new to the football scene. I'll tell you what. Uh, and uh, 2A – who, who, if you had to guess, who would you say? Uh, it's going to blow your mind away when I tell you. Fife. Oh, I was, I was thinking one. Of, yeah, Barney Fife. Fife, Fife. Ohatchee's number two. Realtown, number three. Well, I was going to say they should be. Well, yeah. They are. Uh, Leroy is number four and Aliceville, five. Uh, you got Ramburn in the Oh By The Ways. So, and they're usually pretty good. Uh, G.W. Long. G.W. Long's in the top ten, and they're undefeated. All right, in class 1A, if you had to guess, who would you say? Lynette. Mars Hill Bible. Oh, yeah. Do a great job. I mean. Defending champs. Yeah, defending champs. Uh, this would be, what, fourth fifth year? They, this is only the fourth fifth year they've been playing football. So they raised all them kids from pups to into football players. Uh, you got Sweetwater, <laughs> then Lynette, Coach, Isabella, in Spring Garden. Lynette's number three. Yes, sir. 1A strong. Mapleville's number uh, is it? Show me 10. two more better. Mapleville right, has some losses. Uh, and AISA, you got Wilcox Academy as number one. Oh, look. It, it's got to be uh, the Togan and or, or hey, Chambers they're, and Acoga. They're, they're tied for second, those two teams. <coughs> okay. Did I nail that? Yeah, I went I out on If any of those play Wilcox Academy, I'd like to see. That would be a good. Well, there's your pose. I know you've been living on the edge. Where they got Opelika? Mm. 6A. And where the 6A? Thank yeah, they're you, They're 6A team. They're 6A team. Where they uh, got Mil- seven more. And where they got Stanhope? <coughs> All right. Back on the mark. We'll get that sometime there before the no show. The Honorable Mayor Gary Fuller up in the next hour. The Honorable Mayor Gary, uh, Ron Anders in the third hour. Dean Martin, Jeff, Coach Dan Washburn on a Wednesday. High School Coaches Show tonight. <laughs> Moe's original barbecue broadcast right here on Fox Sports The Game and also on 97.7 Kicker FM. So we went over to Pose and for tit tat for whatever that's worth. We, uh, our local teams, what else were I just talking about? Um, we talk, what, Did you get those standings I sent you, Mark? Yeah. Uh, what standings, Jeff? The they, NFL standings. They went away. They, the, the, <coughs> the, is it getting deer season? Is deer season coming up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's already. I think it's already bow season. They're already shooting them with bows. <coughs> Excuse me. Can you shoot inside the city limits with bows? All you'd have I, to do I, is open the back door and boop. Yeah, I think right you can. I, I think you can. I, you know, I don't know the. Uh, I know you can't use, you know, discharge a firearm. And, and well, I mean, I, I understand that. But I think you can use a bow. Yeah. <laughs> can you like kill him in your yard? More God. I mean, I'm asking because they're all back and behind the station, and I don't have a bow. Never shot a gun and wouldn't kill one, but they're out there all every morning. 
<clears throat> a bunch of them. Right see, you should have kept station. that to yourself. Now, tomorrow morning when you're out there, you're going to see all those deer, but you're going to see deer stands stand up everywhere. <laughs> you can probably get a, you can get a bow, an arrow stuck through your side of your door. No, I'm not because I don't go back there. I don't. I just go around the side of the building with Cujo, but I see them. They stand right there and look at you like, what are you doing here? My arrows are travel a long ways. Coach, ain't no Daniel Boone's in the back of the radio station. I hope not. <laughs> but anyway, there's a lot of deer out there, and I just figured they were. Of course, it's also those, getting. Those are domesticated deer. Not any of them have any horns on them or anything <coughs> yet, but. There's one, one around somewhere with horns. Oh, okay. All right, you can expect to see the new lights Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, Bryant-Denny Stadium, what they have been waiting on. What is the, what is the deal about these lights? Man, it's the first of the kind. The whole stadium can change colors. Like, they can light it red. Like, see there? Yeah, but, it, it, okay, is that like, what? Well, you got to play at night. Number one, they hadn't had a night game. So. Yeah, I know. Okay, what I'm getting at is, I mean, they're not part. Are they part of the field lights or are they a different set of lights? Both. They're they're the field lights and they're they're Does it change the color. Does it yes. change on the field? I yes. guess is what I'm saying. Yes. So it's not like bright white where you can see. I mean, you yeah. can... the eight <laughs> Tennessee will give the new LED fixtures a workout after three afternoon late morning games. The new features and capabilities have been the buzz among fans. <clears throat> but the promotional video is all they've seen. I haven't seen them, said some of the players, including Terrell Lewis. I didn't really hear about it. Uh, I heard they were LED lights, though. I'm anxious to see how they look. I'm just happy that we get to play a night game. <clears throat> the new lighting, which was announced in August, looks similar to the features at Sanford Stadium in Georgia. Those lights debuted for the Notre Dame game, announced in February, were installed by a rival company to the Musco Lighting that did Bryant-Denny Stadium's new system. <coughs> so Bryant-Denny used Musco, and then they used something else. Those attending the Alabama-Tennessee game will notice a difference in the intensity of the lights as well as a new functionality. Musco Lighting said the lights level double the old lights' capability. Yes, they're going to notice it, uh, Musco said. It's going to be more crisp, uh, more aesthetically pleasing, and that goes with more glare, more to the glare control and how we control glare to the players and the fans. It's almost like you'll be at a theater. The lights are also designed to improve the, and experience those watching TV, especially in high definition. No. There's also capability to change colors and sync the lights to music. Those effects will only be used during timeouts, though. Safety Xavier McKinney said it should help pump up things on the sideline. For sure, I think it will. I think it'll be great for the fans. They have that type of lighting going around the stadium. I think it'll create energy. <clears throat> Alabama gave a preview of the, of the Crimson Tight Lights after the afternoon game with Ole Miss. The glow from the lights can be seen out the side of the stadium, and they were turned off until 11, and it was glowing crimson, as you see mm -hmm. in the picture you cannot see on your radio dial. <coughs> But uh, by game times, I feel like that all the stuff that fans look into, by the time we're on the field, I don't really uh, know how I'll be thinking about lights. I might look up and be like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Alabama has uh, another night game on the books. Arkansas comes to town at 6 p.m. So new lights at Bryant-Denny, Coach. Y'all want to ride up and look at the lights? We better see them on television. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right, go ahead. You know, it's uh, – you know they hey they come up with new ways to make the experience better. I mean every every year you know I, I was watching the uh, 
college football 150 or something like that last night on uh, on the Deuce, and uh, <coughs> he was talking about television. You know how the you know the schools got the rights to negotiate and or oh yes, like like uh, it was in '84, but like you know they wouldn't be, but gosh, Martin, we were, you know probably just before we graduated high school, you had you had NBC, CBS, and TBS. Mm-hmm. You know, you had three games a week. Yeah, that was on that were televised, and uh, you know the NCAA <laughs> thought it was going to ruin college football by televising these games. They would lose revenue by uh, because people of AIS. Oh, yeah. You know. Because, like Jeff said, AIS. But, boy, they was wrong. <coughs> Say it again? Uh, I said, boy, howdy, they were wrong. Weren't they? Yeah. I mean, just about just about every team's on TV. Almost every week. Be, you know, I mean, you got you got, uh, you got uh, conferences <laughs> that have their own network. You have the uh, – you still have the – you know, you got ESPN. You've got uh, uh, Fox Sports. You've got uh, – Fox and Fox Sports South, you know, you, you know they'll show games on those. You got, uh, uh, I mean, you know, it's CBS, NBC, ABC. I mean, everybody's there's a lot of games. <coughs> if you miss a college game on Saturday, you just didn't, you just didn't, you, just you didn't, didn't turn yep. the channel. All right, today, this week, or today in the world of sports, today in 1909, the Pirates beat the Tigers. Four games to three in the uh, four to three in the sixth game of the World Series mm-hmm. in 1912. Boston beat the New York Giants four to three to win a tie in the ninth in the World Series. <clears throat> in 1916, Dodger manager Wilbert Robinson was given a five thousand dollar bonus. In 1921, Babe Ruth, Bob Musial, Bill Piercy defy Landis Band on World Series. And 1936, Lou Gehrig is voted AL MVP by BBWAA. What would baseball writers at association? Yes. So there you go. This day in sports. How about that? Matt Batts, uh, 1921. His birthday is today. George Martin Lott Jr., tennis champ. Today, Goose Gosselin, baseball Hall of Famer. Goose uh, Gossage? Nope. Uh, it sounded like it in a Goslin. And Walt Michaels, some of their birthdays today. Uh, we move on down. Let's see. Come on down into present time. Uh, Manute Bowles' birthday is today, 1962. Okay. Y'all remember Manute? Yeah. Tall, skinny. Yep. Uh, coming on down here, Joe Murphy, NHL right wing, born in 1967. Uh, some other important people born today, Jeff. All of them are important. I just thought I would uh, bring them down through you as I see some interesting names as we go through. It might be some Bryce Harper in 1992. You like that, don't you, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Where was Bryce born in? Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm-hmm. In 1997, Naomi Asuka, Japanese tennis player, who was born in Asuka, Japan. Yeah. So there you go. Say what? She's a household name. Household name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's the music. I was going to give you one more thing in history. What do you want to know about? Hey, I'm good. You're Thank good? You. Thank you. Oh, man. Ryan Fitzgerald, Australian football player. He won the Media Personality of the Year in 1976. Good news for On the Mark. we got a break coming up. <laughs> we'll be back with Coach Dan Washburn, Jeff Sasser, D-Mark in the Orthopedic Clinic Studio. 
We'll also have Mayor Gary Fuller for the Opelika City Council Report brought to you by Four Seasons. You're listening to On the Mark from the Orthopedic Clinic Studio. Don't go away. Good morning. Welcome into On the Mark, broadcasting live from the Orthopedic Clinic Studio inside the iHeartRadio headquarters on Veterans Memorial Parkway in Opelika, licensed in Auburn, covering West Georgia and East Alabama every day, 6 to 9 Central and uh, 7 to 10 Eastern. Today is the 17th day of October. Coach Dan Washburn joins us, former executive director, HSAA. Good friend, Heck, good to see you again, Coach. Good to see you. Jeffrey Craig's in the studio chair where he's always at, and we do remind you tonight is high school coaches show from Moe's at 6 o'clock. That's at Bent Creek in Auburn, presented by Rice Real Estate Services, and we will be live on Fox Sports The Game and 97.7 Kicker FM. Well, ladies and gentlemen, every first and third Tuesday of each month, uh, the city of Opelika holds a council meeting, and every Wednesday morning we get the recap from the mayor. And we're going to the Hamlet's Hotline, and we're probably going to go to City Hall and bring in Opelika's mayor, who will be seeking his fifth unprecedented term, <laughs> Mayor Gary Fuller. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, D. Mark, Coach Jeff. I'm I'm high top uh, City Hall in go. downtown Opelika. I'm all the way up on the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, hey, the view's pretty good from here. It looks a little wet out there, which all of us are glad of that. Mm-hmm. And, gentlemen, we had a significant council meeting last night for a number of reasons. The big news is that the council approved my request to increase the starting pay for Opelika police officers. And uh, and then we, we've increased the pay for officers from top to bottom or from bottom to top, and uh, that's to keep from having some compression when we start uh, new folks at a higher salary, and then sometimes they catch up with folks that have been here for several years, and we didn't want that to happen. So the council approved it last night uh, on a 5-0 vote, which I very much hey, appreciate. Amen, amen. And uh, we, we ent- we're, we're sick of losing police officers to other agencies. And we train them, send them off to the academy, and then uh, someone comes along and waves a few dollars at them and we lose them. <clears throat> so we, we hope we can put a stop to that and make our pay very competitive, and I think we'll do that. Mayor, that, that's Mayor, uh, we'll go ahead. <laughs> First, uh, <laughs> I saw you on Channel 12 yesterday, yeah. and I, I did a hoorah for the mayor and the city yes, council sir. of Opelika City. I tell you what, it's we all want I got to tell a, you that, mayor. A grandson-in-law is a policeman in Columbus, Georgia, and I think they're lowest paid in Georgia. And you don't want to carry that stigma with you as being the lowest paid and this sort of thing for the people that do so much for the citizens of an area like a like Opelika or any area they, but you, you represented us well on TV and you Amen. told them like it was. Amen. Thank you, Coach. And, you know, you mentioned Columbus. Uh, that's a prime example. Columbus, uh, here a week or so ago, they were about 100 officers short. Wow. Uh, Phoenix City's short of officers. We're actually, I think, about 12 to 14 short. And um, 
but it, it, this is true in, in a lot of areas, and we think the pay has something to do with it. So uh, we, we want to do something about that, and then we'll be in a position. We have some new um, job classifications. Officer in training will be that officer that, that we hired today that will be in training for a year, including the police academy. The former starting pay was about 39000 we're going to start them at forty-four thousand. Oh, that's significant. Oh, that's huge. And then, yeah. if after a year, you become a police officer one, and you get a a raise. Then, after three years, you become a police officer two, and you get another raise. And then, after that, it's up to you on making rank: sergeant, lieutenant, captain, assistant chief, chief. So. Um, Chief McAaron and and his uh, command staff, uh, and and I saw a number of officers here last night that were I bet very very happy with this, and I'm happy for them. They deserve it, and um, so we're we're glad to do it. Now at the same time last night, and this is equally as important, uh, different kind of job, but well, uh, Derek Lee will tell you about yep how many linemen we've been losing. And because of uh, the competitiveness of our pay scale, so the council also approved a pay raise for our Opelika Power Service linemen. Kudos to that too, Mayor. Yes, sir. So I'm really happy with the council. I appreciate them doing it. For our police department, they've got a state-of-the-art new building that the taxpayers of Opelika provided for them. We've got the, the best equipment. We've got the best training. Now what we want to do is keep those officers, Amen. want them to live in Opelika, mm-hmm. send their children to Opelika City Schools, worship in our churches, be a part of our community. So that's that's what we're working on, and I I, I think you, we may lose officers in the future, but I don't think it'll be because of pay. No, sir, I don't. If you allow me, Mayor, I really appreciate this because uh, – I agree with you. I think they should be uh, paid as as much as they can because they're the first ones we go to in any type of emergency. We're looking for them, and uh, they need to be paid for the, for what they do, and they need to be paid competitively. And I agree with you on uh, – Derek has mentioned that in here about what some of the other big companies pay, and we need to keep our own folks here. So kudos to you and the city council. Yes, sir. Well, that was uh, the big news out of the council meeting Last night, now we did some other significant things that, in my opinion, the uh, Joey Motley, our city administrator, presented the year-end building permit report. We did a total of 111 million in building permits. That included 278 new single-family homes at a permitted value of 68.8 million. Last year, we did 252, I think. So that's uh, well over 500 homes the last two years. I think we've done about 2,000 new single-family homes since I've been your mayor. And and that's new folks moving here or folks that are upgrading their current uh, living uh, situation. And you do that with good-paying jobs and so we've been very, very blessed and very fortunate. So uh, that was a great report Joey gave us last night. Mm-hmm. We also recognized our service award recipients. We do this twice a year <clears throat> for folks that have had 
so many years of service. We had a num- number of them with us last night. And speaking of Joey, he picked up his five-year service award. Then from Parks and Recreation, all four of these folks with 10 years of service, Lisa Gallagher, John Hewlin, Mandy Johnson, and Patrice Lipscomb. And Patrice, of course, is our assistant director for Opelika Parks and Recreation, and she was came up front and helped us with all those. Then Chief McAaron assisted with recognizing Captain Jonathan Clifton with 20 years of service to the city. Then the uh, Matt Mosley, our planner, uh, helped us recognize Marty Ogren from planning with 25 years. We had several from the fire department that Chief Prather uh, assisted. Bradley Bowen with five years, Craig Montgomery with five years, Chuck Riddle with five years, Blake Stone with five years. Uh, Councilman Bob Parsons from Auburn. Bob, of course, was at the Auburn Council meeting last night. Bob's got 15 years of service with the fire department. Chief Todd Angel with 25 years, and Chief Ashley Harmon with 25 years. So we'll we'll honor all those uh, folks today, including those that couldn't be with us last night. We'll have a reception uh, down in the uh, main conference room. Uh, Mark, we had uh, members of Miles Thomas's family with us last night. Appreciated Ken uh, coming up front and. We presented a, a resolution to Miles's family uh, commemorating his many years of service. You know, Miles passed away back on October 6th. He was 88 years old. He, of course, um, was a pharmacist and uh, served as the, uh, I think he was president of the, um, well, as a matter of fact, he was uh, president so, of the Alabama State Board of Pharmacy. That's right. Uh, president of the Alabama Pharmacy Association, mm-hmm. served on the advisory board of Auburn University School of Pharmacy. Back three years ago, Miles was honored with induction into the Alabama Pharmacy Hall of Fame. He operated Thomas Pharmacy for 40 years, and uh, Roger Burnett uh, purchased that and still has the name Thomas Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And Of course, many folks know Miles from his Many years of service in the city. Yes, sir. Member of the Parks and Rec Board from 63 to 81. Uh, elected to the Opelika City Commission in 1981 and served. Uh, then it was elected to the new form of government. I believe that was in 1986 and served as uh, president of the city council uh, for several years. And so he was he was a great citizen, and uh, we, we were proud to see Ken and members of Miles' family uh, with us uh, last night in the council, and I were happy to present that uh, proclamation to recognize and commemorate Miles Thompson. Awesome individual, Mayor. Uh, one of the kindest men I've ever met, and I'm proud to say that I ran the ballpark that bared his name when it was uh, wild open at Miles Thomas Park. Miles Thomas Park <laughs> over there. He was a good, good man. So I appreciate no, y'all doing that, man. No, no question about it. Otherwise, we uh, did a bunch of appropriation contracts with Christian Care Ministries, Valley Haven School, Service for the Elderly, the Darden Foundation, Downtown Redevelopment, uh, Domestic Violence. And then uh, we purchased uh, a Tahoe for planning. And then we 
the council awarded the bid for emergency debris removal to D&J Enterprises, had a couple of public hearings on weed abatements, two public hearings on demolitions, one at 509 First Avenue, <clears throat> excuse me, the other at 1113 Lake Street. So uh, the council took care of business, and I was home in time to, uh, when I turned on the game, <clears throat> that burn in St. Louis was already down. It's seven over, buddy. It was over. And, uh, I'm, yeah, so uh, the Nationals, uh, mm-hmm. they were putting on a pretty good show, and then it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Houston and and the Yankees. Uh, and I guess they play again today. They do, Mayor. They're, you know, Houston, I'm going to tell you something. Those three pitchers that Houston's got, wow. Ooh, they're they're strong, so it's going to be. I'm with you. Uh, Washington probably wish they could keep playing because <laughs> they're hot. I mean they they don't slow down. I mean they're on fire, but uh, they're going to sit back. I wouldn't doubt if that Yankee series with Houston didn't go six seven games. And the layoff you know, indeed is going to hurt Washington. I think uh, so Washington. too. Yeah, I, they, I do they, too. They need to play. Uh, don't have. A, they need to be on a schedule where don't have a one day in between games, yeah, but they're going to have a week or so. Yeah. Oh, did, yeah. It did. Uh, it did well, so. I tell you, it's really good. And you know what? I'm always reminded, Mark and Coach Jeff, what Mr. Billy Hitchcock used to always say, pitching, pitching, pitching. Yep. And, uh, man, you know, when you get down to it, if, if you got that good pitching, you, you got a chance. And, uh, hey, you got to score a run or two. <laughs> you do, you do. But you – know. uh, and speaking of Mr. Hitchcock, we were talking about Verlander before we went on the air. Oh, yeah, I want you to share that story. <clears throat> Several years ago, we had an economic development trip to Detroit. Al Cook was our director. Jerry Till was president of the city council. Ronnie Wilson, chairman of the OIDA. So we go to Detroit, and and before we went, Al checked the schedule and saw that the Tigers were playing at home. And all of us wanted to see that new Comerica ballpark. So Al ordered some tickets, and then I've got a friend that works for Major League Baseball, and he got me four tickets, uh, pretty good seats. They probably were a little bit better than Al's, but go ahead. Yeah, well. <laughs> I remember what you told me. Anyway, uh, we carried some of our uh, prospects with us to the game, but we're in about the uh, about the sixth or seventh inning, and I punched Al, and I said, Al, look up that scoreboard. What do you think about that? He said, what are you talking about? I said, you see all those zeros? I said, he's pitching a no-no. And uh, and sure enough, Verlander pitched a no-hitter against Milwaukee. And in the ninth inning, he was bringing it at 104 miles an hour. Believe that. <laughs> and, and so don't tell me those guys can't go nine, because they can. But after the game, uh, we were in a hotel downtown, and uh, – the uh, manager of the Jim Leland, Jim Leland was staying there. They were doing some kind of renovation of his house, so we bump into Jim Leland and his son, and uh, strike up a conversation. And Leland says, and "Of course, he was managing Detroit." And he said, "Where are you boys from?" Opelika, Alabama. First thing out of his mouth, really? Billy Hitchcock, <laughs> and and it turns out. That Jim managed in Montgomery. Montgomery yes, when sir. Billy was president of the Southern League. That's exactly so, uh, right. Anyway, 
<clears throat> you know, it's a small world after all. I'll tell you what, Mayor. You, you. The reason I know he coached in Montgomery. You, when you go into now the uh, Crampton Bowl uh, entrance to their press box, they've got just ooh koodles of historic pictures, and they show where the baseball field. You know, Crampton Bowl was a baseball field originally, and mm-hmm. when they redid the end zone, they found all kind of the. If you're sitting in the press box, that end zone to your left was a dugout. Really? So, yes, sir. And when they took the seats out, Coach Washburn, you may know about this, they found all kinds of old memorabilia from when that team in Montgomery, but they have pictures of Leland and a lot of them, him smoking a cigarette in the dugout, man. That's what I remember. Oh, listen, he used to smoke like it was going out of style. Yes, yes. And uh, <laughs> I hope he's quit by now. Yeah, but I, but I just I did not know that about Crampton Bowl and that there was a dugout right in the end zone where they took the seats out and they had pictures of it. And it's pretty doggone neat. So that's how I knew Leland was in Montgomery, and that's when I figured. Well, what a what a great story. Yeah. By the way. Uh, bow season for deer, and I'm not a deer hunter. Me either. But got some buddies are. Bow season opened yesterday. Thank you. Thank and uh, gun season, I think, doesn't open until near the end of November. So the deer have a little bit better chance <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> at the moment. And, you know, part of the – I was talking to Jerry Ray the other morning out at the Sportsplex. Jerry was talking about bow hunting. He said part of the problem is you shoot a deer with an arrow – you may have to track him three or four miles oh. to find him unless right. you just really make a great shot. Oh, and you get that uh, 30 off six, he's not going to go makes very sense. far. That's, that but makes uh, sense. anyway, there's a lot of deer out there around the radio station. You noticed here. that, didn't you, Mayor? I I've, I've see them every morning out here in the back. Mayor, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Uh, 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 garbage pickup on a uh, holiday schedule this week? Uh no, sir. We we worked, uh, worked Columbus Day. Okay, I, I, didn't, know. I didn't put. I got to go home and put my garbage out. <laughs> yes, sir. I, you know, Coach. My wife asked me if we were going to be off, and I said, you know, I don't know how we how we miss one, <laughs> Coach. Yeah. Listen, this thing. I've never worked anywhere where we have as many holidays. When I was at the radio station, we took Christmas. and I didn't even and, know we took Christmas off. Well, we took Christmas. Some <laughs> of us did. If it was a weekend. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but the city, but we, no, we worked uh, Monday. Okay. I think our next uh, holiday coach uh, that will change the garbage pickup will be for Veterans Day. There you go. Big and, day. Big and, day. And we led, and we've got a big program uh, planned for our veterans uh, right here at City Hall that's uh, going to be on Monday, November the 11th. Lee Creeling uh, does a great job putting that together. Yes, sir. <clears throat> so uh, we will be off that day, so that'll delay everybody's pickup by one day. Mayor, I love the police cars, the striping. You well, are the man. I love no, the red, listen, black, I didn't and the have, blue. Mark, I didn't have anything to do with Uh-oh. that. I, I did get to uh, pass judgment on it. They brought them up here, and they had a couple of different samples, and we looked. And you know, I'm I'm a little funny about changing logos. Yes, you know, sir. I noticed that iHeart still using the kicker logo. There you go. That Dee Harper designed yes, back sir. in 1985. Thank you, Mayor. So, uh, but you know what, uh, Chief and the guys at the police department, they were kind of excited about this, and heck, I got excited with them, and. Uh, so we're going to get all of our cars over a period of time converted 
to the new uh, colors. And uh, there you go. I think I think it'd be great. And I appreciate your comments. Absolutely. Have a great day, Mayor. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. What you do, yes, sir. Yeah. Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller on the mark, presented by Four Seasons. Back on the mark. Former executive director of the Alabama High School Athletic Association, Dan Washburn, with us, Jeff Sasser. Retired executive director. What did I say? Former. He was former, but I mean, I, I like to say he's retired. I always mess up. They don't mind. Actually, either one's all right, Mark. Okay. You're okay. You're Thank you, right. Coach. Super 7 coming to Jordan here this year. I'm looking You're forward right. to it. I don't really need to be called either one of them. Okay, you got that's it. That's long in the past. All that's right. stuff I just remember. You got it. All right, Dapper Dan. <laughs> all right, Coach. Super 7. Uh, Rob Carter here shortly with us on the mark. Uh, Board Guards head coach. Super 7 at Jordan Air Stadium. 4th, 5th, and 6th of December. It's always a good time, Jeff. Yeah, it is. I enjoy it. Always have a good time. Um, they're getting close. These guys. Fourth, are... fifth, and sixth. Don't we play the? Yeah, that's right. Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Jeff, Friday. if I tell you uh, something about Super Seven, you can do what? Put it in the book. Uh, okay. All right. I can't say it about everything. Yeah. But I can tell you. My my big day is the fourth. Yeah, you're no the third and the fourth. Well, third and the fourth, and and you know we got the unification because you're the seventh day, and I do have a new parent host. Welcome, Derek Lees, and uh, his wife Heather. Yep, that's a good addition. Good addition to my parent host. We got uh, 14 sets of wonderful people uh, that come together and are the uh, lifeline of the contact between school and coaches. Uh, we will have the Super 7 at Jordan-Hare Stadium starting the 4th at 3 o'clock with a unified game. Then we'll have the 7A championship game. Wednesday night, Thursday is the odd day, meaning 3A starts at uh, 11 o'clock, 1A at 3 o'clock, and 5A at 7 o'clock. Friday is the even day. You will have 4A at 11, 2A at 3, and 6A at 7. So I think it's broke down pretty sporty, Jeff. Yeah, it is. It's three really good days. It is. It is. I like the. I like the. Uh, there's not a game I don't like. I like the middle games. You get kind of a little break from the. Um, when I say break, I don't mean it the wrong way. I mean you get to see some small teams play, which is something I don't get to see a lot of. How about that? Okay. I got you. And is it that bad? You're young. But I was just saying, I thought that was – it's good to see Fife. I enjoyed the Mars Hill game. Um, things like that are pretty cool. Did you hear what uh, Ed Orgeron said come about where Florida's dreams come to die Yeah, I saw before that. the game? Was yeah. that not hilarious? Yeah. I had to give Ed credit for that one. I have to give him credit for that one. That was pretty funny. Oh, Ed's, Ed's lost weight. I believe Ed's working out a little bit. Well, he may have. I mean, I yeah, I think have. he's trying to. He's got. He's trying to. He's uh. I wonder what he's like in practice when he's shouting out instructions, especially when he was like well, a you can't, coach. You, <laughs> I mean, what would you like? I, mean, I, I don't. Know. 
What was it about this roster that made you know that this was the year that you were going to elevate to heights that we hadn't seen in quite some time? You know, I knew we had the receivers. Jamar Chase is an excellent player. Justin Jefferson, Terrence Marshall, along with the rest of the guys. But the difference in our football team this year is Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow's an excellent quarterback. He's a leader. And the addition of Joe Brady and us going to the spread, him and Insbinger have done a tremendous job of working together. I'm so proud of those guys. You know, the, the margin of error is about like that for us. And uh, it's every day. It's ongoing skill development. It's about our football team, about us getting better at every phase of our football team. All right, Coach, we have this thing that's called the suggestion box. We open it up. We pull out a random question. We don't know what the question is. We have no idea is. what the question is. So if it's terrible, blame Marcus. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> this, all right, you got an interesting one, Coach. If you were an item from the Taco Bell menu, what would you be? Uh, burrito Supreme. <laughs> burrito. Ed on the SEC Network. I mean, I tell you, he's going to be laughing in a few weeks. But anyway, uh, good win for them. Any win for him is good. The interim coach. Yeah. He, uh, you know, I mean, he's, he, I really hadn't done a bad job there. The one coming no, out. he's done okay. He's won, he's lost nine games. What has he done? Like, has he really done good or has he really. No, he's got really good athletes. I don't know how. Well, no, good he I'm is. not going to say good athletes now because that's part of that's part of coaching. You got to, you know, you got to coach them up, have them ready to play. Well, you're right. I mean, you know, you've always said that athletes still got to coach them up. It's a pretty good hotbed there in, in Louisiana, and you know he keeps you know he keeps a lot of them there. Wow. A lot of them was getting away. Uh-huh. And. Uh, you know, uh, we got to get it, like I said. I've man, I've said it all season. They got something they hadn't had in the past. Yeah, quarterback, quarterback Burroughs. You can run the offense. You man. called that a few weeks ago, Joe Burroughs. All right, now here is uh, Nick Saban and Tennessee's matchup. You know, probably one of the best teams in the entire country. Obviously, uh, starts with their quarterback and wide receivers. Uh, <clears throat> there'd be very few NFL teams that probably could rival that part uh, of of their football team. Uh, they're skilled players. They got really good offensive tackles. Um, you know, defensively, they've had a few injuries, but uh, there's lots of guys with lots of experience uh, that are playmakers. Uh, you can look at their signing classes over the years. They just kind of plug and play somebody else. Coach Saban continues to do a fantastic job. Um, he loses coaches, and they continue to have success. Uh, you know, Steve Sarkeesian on the offensive side, I worked with him um, there for a year at at uh, in Tuscaloosa, and uh, guys uh, got a phenomenal mind when it comes to uh, calling the game and imagination offensively, and they're doing a really, really nice job there, keeping people off balance. I said this last year, and I'll say it again this year: they have to really work hard, not score 100 points a game. They have to work hard, you know. Uh, and and Coach Saban's been kind; he was kind to us last year. Uh, he's kind to a lot of teams last year, you know, almost to the point. You know, does it hurt their football team down the road because they don't get an opportunity to play four quarters? You know, because there'll be a point in time they're going to have to play four quarters. Um, you know, so it's probably why this year that I've seen them in there a little longer. Uh, you know, and um, but really good football team, good on special teams, good all the way around. Yeah, they're very good all the way around. They're going to cause you all kinds of trouble, aren't they? Wouldn't you think so, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> 
I think he's was apologizing to his fans already. Yeah, I think he was saying, "Look, y'all don't put any. Y'all keep what is it? Two men, three men. What two is men it? in a truck. Y'all keep them at bay over there in uh, Tennessee. Seven thirty-five, eight thirty-five. Continuing with our high school coverage on the mark. We're going to the Hamilton's hotline. We're going out to Borgard to bring in the head coach Rob Carter of the Hornets. What's going on, Coach? Oh man, I'm sitting out here in beautiful weather, uh-huh. uh, enjoying it out here watching. Cars come in here and park. And, uh, there you go. Greeting them for the morning. Good deal. Good parking lot duty. I like that. Get out and you're going to be cold here shortly, but. I hope. Yeah, that beats the heck out of that heat, doesn't it, Coach? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How's Mr. Brown doing out there? Great, great. Doing an excellent job. Uh, I know it's probably, I would say, imagine being a first year coach by anything to compare it to. I imagine you get a little weary right now with all yeah. the. New task and stuff, but he's doing an excellent job. Good deal. I need to reach out to him and and give him a shout. I haven't really spoken to him since school started, other than a few texts. And uh, he he's such a fine gentleman. Certainly, mm-hmm. uh, certainly enjoying him. Well, coach, it, uh, your football team last week, twenty eight twelve Greenville at Greenville. Talk a little bit about that game. Uh, I I got to say this: the second half again. And this is, you know, young kids, you would think it'd be the other way around. We played well in the second half. It's no different. I think we gave up 80 yards defensively. I, I really saw some, uh, you know, lights turn on some of them young kids. And the, and the contact, I guess you'd say we hit a lot better than we had. We, and we kept them scoreless in the second half. And, of course, the offense were able to, you know, uh, manage something against a, a very talented defense. Uh, I think we, threw, we had like 340 yards total offense. And, uh you know, just slipped up. We had a had a few uh, mistakes in, in, in the passing game. We had some interceptions, tip balls, and stuff like that. But, they, you know, they're a good football team, and I'm really proud of our guys for, uh, you know, their effort throughout the game, but especially in the second half, you know, uh, answering the call of, hey, let's get out there. Let's give them, our, you know, all you got. Uh, let's continue to improve throughout the game. And, guys, it's raining. But, uh, but uh, you know, really proud of them. Coach Rob Carter with us, Borgard Hornet head coach. Hornets uh, at home versus Carroll Friday night. I want to read something that you made, that these were your comments, and I want to commend you. I want you to hear me out, and, uh-huh. and you'll understand. This was uh, on your uh, post-game show with uh, Tim Sin and Bill and, and the crew on 95.9. Um, quote, I got a little, it got a little dirty out there. Uh, we, ex- we expected that. We tried to prepare our kids all week. I'm proud of them for trying to reframe and stay out of trouble, which they did. You mean to tell me, Coach, you got to prepare your guys to play a team that's going to play dirty? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. That's not right. I mean, that's good for you. If you see stuff on film, you 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 know you watch it and you hear stuff from opposing coaches. That it might be a you know some some fiery temp you know uh, tempers on the opposing team. It, will draw you into stuff if you don't, you know, at right. Yeah. It should be every coach probably does that, guys, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, it, it got a little testy, you know, and it, it goes back to who's in charge of the game when there it starts. You go. It's there not you keeping, go. Thank you. Uh, but we did good, and I think Greenville did too. I mean, kids are going to be a little rowdy. as expected from football teams and uh, players and, uh, you know, but uh, I, I was real proud of them because there were instances where, Something could have gone wrong, but both sides were able to maintain their closure and get back to where they need to be. Well, you know, I'm mainly talking about your side, and I, I applaud right. you for that. And I thought I think that's sad that um, that has to happen. 
let me say that, okay? But I'm very proud of your team for responding to class. Uh, and, and we've heard this, Jeff, I'll let you come in here. You've heard this about this program, and we've had others. So that's why I bring it up, Coach. So I, I thought that was mighty classy of you and your program to prepare for that. And obviously, you know, it worked. Tell me a little bit about Carroll, Coach, the Eagles. Hey, hey, Roger McDonald, good friend of probably all of ours. Yes, sir. In in the past few years, we'll speak two or three days a week. And, uh, man, I love him like a brother. There's no doubt about that. And you know what he's going to do. He's going to put, you know, give you an opportunity to stop him running. He's going to have a train wreck up in there. (laughs) That's right. And he does a good job of it. He's got some young kids as well, uh, you know, that have made mistakes. When they move back a game, pull out. Four or five plays that change the total outcome of a game. And he's been in an instance. And I think he's, you know, his young kids are playing hard. He's been there in every game. You know, with him, I see where hey, you could have won the game, just like he says it to me. You know, if, if these things are there, it'll be a great game. Uh, you know, it is our homecoming. Uh, so, you know, we'll have a, hopefully a big crowd. We've had a great week of, of kids enjoying themselves and dress up days and stuff. But, you know, Carroll's going to run between the – they're going to either go double tight or – but it's definitely going to be power and, and trap football and an occasional, you know, get you baited in and throw the ball. So, you know, that's their offense. And defensively, they're, they're going to be tough. You know, they're geared to stop the run. Maybe we can give them something different since we do throw it 40 times a game. Uh, you know, they don't have to work on in practice and, and cause some disruption there. But – I think it'll be exciting, guys. There you go. It's a good home game, like you said, homecoming. We need a big crowd out there at Hornet Stadium and mm-hmm. Richard Brownfield so you guys can continue to make some money, keep your equipment and uniforms and good stuff. That's right. Safe, and right, rebuild, coach? you know, and, and get ready for next year when we don't lose a whole lot of seniors. There so, you go. Um, you know, there's no doubt about it. You, our, we got two games left. I told the seniors the other day, if you had two days, Left to live, let's practice like that and let's play these next games. There you go. Everything you got because you won't ever be able to step back on this field again. There you go. And I promise you, you won't to. There you go. Coach, you got a lot of class. I appreciate what you do, my friend. We'll see you tonight at Moe's, okay? All right, guys. Thank you. Hey, sir. Rob Carter, head coach of the Hornets, right here on the mark.